Hello, grace and peace, everyone, and thank you for joining me for another Sweet Tea Podcast. Uh, Today, we're just going to jump right in it, but before we do so, I just want to offer up just a simple prayer uh, to the Lord, just giving Him thanks. We give you thanks, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory, Lord, for waking us up this morning, for placing us in our right mind. I just ask you, Lord God, that you will take control over this uh, session of this podcast and that your people will be blessed uh, by what has been and what you have laid on my heart, Lord God. I pray that you will remove everything that is not like you and that you will be glorified through this podcast and we say amen so thank you again for joining me for another sweet tea podcast and today we're going to talk about compromise so um of course everybody likes a good bargain everybody likes a good compromise um especially when that compromise works in our favor and sometimes it doesn't work so much in our favor but we don't get exactly everything that we want but we still get a good good something good out of the bargain right Um, And so um, I'm sure that you have compromised before in many different areas of your life and it may have worked for you or it may have uh, worked against you, but no judgment here. We all have done it. Uh, We've been in different situations that uh, yielded different results. And um, there were just some things that um, we could afford to compromise. And then there were some things that we can't afford to compromise away. And one of the main things that I do want to speak about today, as far as compromise is concerned, is um, basically the gospel of Jesus Christ and also our faith. Um, So there are some examples in the Bible that came across my mind um, as far as compromise is concerned and people that were in situations that put them in a position where uh, they had... um, had to choose um and you know and uh, and you know some of them may have compromised um some things away and it caused them to be in a position where um it it either caused pain or it caused um other people of course when we make decisions other people were affected by the decisions or by that compromise and so um some of some of the examples that um came to mind was um you know uh, Esau and Jacob where um basically Esau sold, sold his birthright because um for, for some food so that that situation there where he basically compromised away his birthright or basically gave away his birthright for food did not help him at all in his situation where he were, when he was looking to be blessed by his father you could find that story in Genesis 25 um 29 through 34 Then you also have um, Jesus and the devil where he was um, basically tempted in the garden. And of course, God did not compromise with the devil. He combated uh, back with the word of God. And um, of course, you know, the enemy was trying to get him to bow down and to uh, to to show himself as being the son of God and uh, making, you know, tell him, you know, if you're hungry, then make these stones into some bread. And, you know, if you bow down before me, I'll I'll give you all this, (laughs) all this, the world uh, to you and you know, Jesus was like, get behind me, Satan, you know, um, you know, in the, you know, that, uh, you know, man shall not live by bread alone, but out of the word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And so he hit him back with the word. And so, you know, of course, Jesus did not compromise with the devil and he knew who he was and he took his stance. And of course the enemy had to flee. And then there is of the other story of Joseph and Potiphar's wife. Um, that's in Genesis 39. Then you have Samson and Delilah, which you'll find in the book of Judges. Um, you know, and of course, uh, with Joseph and Potiphar's wife, uh, he did not decide to compromise or did not decide to uh, basically 
give in to the temptation or the, 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 you know, the temptation of being seduced by Potiphar's wife, which could have really went in a whole nother different direction if he decided to do so. Um, but he decided and said, you know, how can I do this thing and sin against my God? So he decided not to uh, take take a part in that compromising position. Um, of course, I'm sure she offered him some things um, if he would have given in to her. Um, but thank God that he didn't, although, of course, he was still accused and thrown into jail. But in the end, it yielded a far more better outcome than what it could have been if he would have given into uh, Potiphar's wife and, um, you know, what was pr basically presented before him, um, tempted by just, you know, by just the sedu seduction. And if he was been carried away from his, with his own lust, then um, he would have been in a lot of trouble. And so um, we see that, of course, Samson, um, who was a very strong man, uh, who was set aside, um, and basically, you know, he was Israel's uh, hero for a moment. And then he started to compromise. He started to do um, things outside of the will, what, you know, what was basically the will for his, outside of the will of what God had entailed for him. I, I would say that he was carried away by his, um, his lust or his quote unquote lust love. Uh, situation there with uh, Delilah, where he compromised the way, um, basically told his secret of his strength. And of course, with that being said, he, um, you know, was um, eventually caught by the Philistines, his eyes gouged out. And of course, the Lord um, heard him cry out for one more time for his hair to grow back um, and for him to remember him one more time. And of course, um, that compromise didn't work out too well um, in regards to Samson. Um, but in the last hour, God definitely heard his cry. So that's some of the examples that, that came across um, to me, some good, some bad, um, as far as compromise is concerned. Um, and so getting into it and, you know, of course we're living in the last days and, um, there are so many things that are before us, so many things that are happening, so much transition that is happening all at one time. Um, and being in this transition, we can get caught up in um, a lot of things that will cause us to kind of question um, our faith, uh, question who we are in God and um, where we are in God. And a lot of times we can get caught up in things that can cause us to compromise uh, our position away. I would say it's a possibility to do so um, because there is just so much um, to pull us in a different direction and if if you're not rooted and grounded of course in the word of god if you don't have a relationship with christ it's so much that more more easier uh, to be basically um driven away or blown away into another direction um from what god had entailed for your life so um, of course, as I said before, we're living in the last days and it's so obvious that we are. Um, we are actually feeling the, the groanings and the travailing of um, even the earth is crying out now um, with what's going on in, with the transition in the spiritual realm. And I'm sure that you heard um, of these different things that are taking place because so many people are talking about it. 
Um, there are so many um, voices that are speaking about, you know, what's going on in these uh, quote unquote end times. And of course, we have to be very careful of the voices that we listen to and that we're, you know, just basically really trying to get in tune with with God and being more um, persistent in hearing his voice than looking to man and looking to man for, you know, for all of the solutions because they, we don't, as men, we don't have all the solutions, especially in these times, in these uncharted waters that we have not sailed. Uh, we've heard about it. We've read about it. We've, um, you know, had Bible classes on it, but we're living through it now. And it's just totally, for me, I'm going to say for me, it's totally different when reading about it when other than you going through it. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, sometimes there is just some days where I'm just looking at things that are happening um, in the midst of the world. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, wow, we are really, we're all going to die. <laughs> That's sometimes the, me and my, my, my daughters, we, we laugh and we look at each other and we laugh about it. And we're just like, you know what, it really isn't funny. But then again, it's just like, when you have that security and knowing who you are and whose you are, and you know um, that you are really pressing to make sure that your election is sure and that you do want to make it to heaven and you are planning on making it in. Um, yeah, you can you can laugh at these things, but at the same time, it does bring about a sorrow because you know that those that don't know Christ, those that um, are rebellious, those that have decided that they're just not going to... Um, follow follow Christ and to follow the word of God or you know not believe in our God um as they say um we know that the consequence of not doing so it's a dire consequence it's an eternal consequence so it brings about a sorrow for the souls that um that are just um very much so going to be uh rebellious and decide that they're going to follow through with following the antichrist so jumping into that um again living in the last days matthew 12 24 i'm sorry 24 um, verses 10 through 12 speaks about the last days and just reading it um in the english standard standard version and it says and then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another and many false prophets will arise and many will go astray and because lawlessness will be increased the love of many will grow cold i'm going to jump over to second timothy verses three uh two to five in the niv version that says people will be lovers of themselves lovers of money boastful proud abusive disobedient to parents ungrateful unholy without love unforgiving slanderous uh, without self-control brutal and not lovers of good treacherous rash conceited lovers of pleasure then rather than lovers of god having a form of godliness and denying the power and having nothing and we should have nothing having nothing to do with such people and so that was uh what timothy was admonishing uh, the people and letting them know uh, what will occur and of course going back to matthew um 24 um that's when jesus was telling um the disciples of what you know what was going to be happening um uh, within the last days so these are very very familiar scriptures and we've heard this uh time and time and time again but again like i said we are living in it and so talking about compromise we have to be so very careful that we're not compromising away the gospel of christ and um compromising away our faith and of course the enemy will try every way to um try to twist and to turn and to mix up um the words of of truth of course 
he's a liar and he's always been a liar from the beginning and of course you know in in the beginning he beguiled eve and of course it was a twisting of the words of truth and we have to know and understand that the enemy knows the bible he knows the word of god himself remember he was in heaven he had access so he knows a lot of things about humanity he knows about us he knows about the word of god we know that you know that even demons can mimic um angels of light they can transform they can do so many different things and so um with this great falling away with this great uh falling away and, and with this great falling away it's going to be great compromise as well where people are going to sell sell short people are going to um begin to try to find ways to and, and not even begin it's it's been in process for a while now where um we've seen a lot of things creeping into the church um that we would never fathom that we would never think would even be able to get into the church but because of um the compromise because of the falling away but because of the things that we have allowed um, these things have come upon us within uh, the body of Christ. And so it's so important. And this is just a podcast just to remind you to stay rooted and grounded in the word of God, because you don't want to be the one that is scarcely saved and you don't want to be the one that is deceived. And so that has been my prayer constantly that God don't allow me to be deceived. Let me be able to see the true intentions of men's heart, to see the true intentions, um, and the, um, you know, what are the motives behind people? What are what, what are the motives behind this agenda that they're trying to push? And so that should be the, men, the, the mindset that we should have um, and being watchful and sober. It's definitely praying each and every day for God to give us clarity and to hear his voice clearly in um, what we need to do as far as the strategies for this season and for the seasons that are to come. Now, I follow a young man um, that I love dearly, and I've been watching him for a while, and his name is um, Prophet uh, Joshua uh, Giles, and I went out and purchased his book. Um, well, I ordered it from Amazon, so I didn't really go anywhere. It came to my house. Okay, so um, we're not going to go there with Amazon and products, um, but The uh, Prophetic Forecast is an awesome book that Joshua Giles um, penned. The forward is written by um, none other than the... Um, the, the, one of my, uh, he's another great author, and that is Ryan Lestrange. Um, both of them are prophets, and um, they speak about, you know, the end times, and they're always encouraging. They're always, you know, just giving the word of God um, raw and truthfully to the people of God. Um, they, I just believe that there's just really real. Um, they're real, and they're right, because, um, you know, there's something about being transparent and being real, but you could be real and wrong but they are real and right. And so, you know, um, with Joshua Giles and reading the book, a lot of things have been confirmed about these end times in which we're living in and the forecast of what is to come. And so we have to make sure that we are truly rooted and grounded in the word of God. And so that we're not, like I said, blown away, like the chaff in the wind or blown by every wind of doctrine, you know, and not being those that have those itching ears where um, we're not satisfied because uh, the word doesn't accommodate our um, behaviors. 
or accommodate our certain type of lifestyle. So we have to be extremely careful um, in this hour. Um, it is the, the hour of choice. It is the hour of really um, making our election sure of if we're going to be on the Lord's side or if we're going to go ahead and just decide to serve the devil. Um, as uh, Joshua said, you know, choose you this day whom you will serve. And it's it's that time. It is the end game. It is the 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 time where we really, really have to um, make a decision and make a choice and making these choices now will affect ha- what will happen um, as far as our well-being and our, our soul's um, well-being of what will happen in the future. And um, of course, I would just admonish you very much so to stay under the blood, to stay prayed up, to stay in your word um, and also praying for your family uh, members. You know, don't stop praying because the Lord is still answering. He's still moving. He's still working miracles. That person that you feel that may never be delivered, you never know when their breakthrough is going to come. But just don't stop praying. Stay on the wall. Stay on your knees. Stay vigilant. Stay sober. Um, I can't express how important it is just to stay in the word of God and to study. It is important to study. It's great to listen to preachers. It's great to listen to this prophet and this one and that one. But a lot of times when we hear um, prophetic words, it ought to already resonate with um, what the Lord has placed in your heart. It's almost as if a confirmation. And I've been receiving so much confirmation um, from listening to uh, Joshua Jaws of what the Lord has been downloading um, in me as far as the warnings and he's been giving he's been giving me warnings for so long and um and I have been posting them of course you know some people listen some people don't you know and some people may scoff and laugh but you know that now these things are coming to pass and so you know you would think that you're crazy you know when the Lord shares certain things with you but when you begin to see them come to pass, you know, it, it brings, like I said, a sorrow because uh, people are not listening. And so um, we are coming to uh, a place in time now with swift transitions, as we can see that everything is moving swiftly. The time is going by quickly. We are already almost towards the end of the year. We are at the end of the year of uh, just a couple of uh, weeks and we'll be in a brand new year. And so with this brand new year that is coming, it is much warning that there is going to be conflict and we just want to make sure that our election short and that we're anchored and um, stayed our minds are stayed on Jesus. And so uh, as far as a compromise is concerned, don't compromise your birthright away, um, your birthright. Don't compromise your salvation away. Do not, you know, involve yourselves with those that are, as Second Timothy are, you know, was speaking about, that are lovers of themselves or lovers of money that are boastful and proud or abusive or disobedient or ungrateful on, on those that have no self-control. You know, a lot of times when we were growing up, you would hear uh, one bad apple spoils the bunch. And also, you know, um, about being around people um, that it will taint your character, you know, eventually, you know, with the friends, you know, show me who you are, you know, um, show me your friends. That's what they say. That's the saying. show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. Because as they say, birds of a feather flock together. And a lot of times, 
Um, you know, you may be that one individual that's like, hey, you know, we shouldn't do this or we shouldn't go about that this way. And then there's more of them that are against you than with you. And then eventually I'm like, ah, it's not even all of that. It don't take all of that. And then you begin to compromise and you begin to, um, you know, start loosening your, um, letting down your guard. Um, then you start loosening basically, um, you know, those things that had you tied and rooted and, you know, deeply grounded for you not to be unshakable. And then you begin to start getting a little bit shaky because you start compromising on some things, you know. And for me, as growing up, my mother would always tell us that when it comes down to the things of God, that never compromise, never compromise when it comes down to the things of God, um, because these are the things that we shouldn't. <laughs> These are things that we should not compromise on our salvation, our faith, the word of God. You know, um, we should stand firm upon it because these words are firm words. They are life. And so uh, we know that none of the words that Christ has spoken will ever return to him void. It will fulfill that which it is sent forth to do. And so, again, I just want to admonish you and just let you know, do not do not compromise your uh, your rights, your birthrights away because um, payday is coming. And so we have to make sure that our uh, our election is very much so sure that we're anchored and secured in Christ. And that, you know, when they say peace and safety, then there is sudden destruction. And so, again, with all these different things that are coming out, like I said, if you're not rooted and grounded, if you don't see things for what they truly are, you will compromise. You will give in. You will uh, bend. Um, you will bow. If you are not rooted and grounded in the word of God, if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, I can't emphasize that, that we don't emphasize that anymore. Tarrying for the Holy Ghost, it's so important. I've never understood how important the Holy Ghost it has to have it. It's so important to have it that, um, like even in these days, uh, you know, we used to, we used to say, it doesn't take all of that. You know, we have the altar, we tarry in and we crying out, Jesus, 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 you know, trying to get, you know, the spirit and everything and trying to, um, force ourselves to make it manifest, but really the connection that God really truly needs is his word to connect with you in order for that to manifest within you. It is really a gift that is freely given, but it's activated by the word. He has to have his word in you to connect to you in order for that to be activated. And so I pray that you will stir up the gift that is within you, that you will pick up your Bible, that you will read again, that you will begin to pray, that you'll begin to fast. Oh, goodness, to fast nowadays, it is hard. It is rough because a lot of times the things that we see around us is just a lot of times you just feel like, oh, my God, this is so depressing looking at the world and how the world seems as if it's falling apart right in front of us. It, it gets it wears on you. It does weigh down on your mental. But again, like I stated, if you are rooted and rooted in the word of God, then the word of God will give you that encouragement and you will be able to encourage yourself in the Lord because these last days are, are, are going to be something else. You're going to see a lot of things coming to pass and it's going to blow your mind. And although we've read it, although we've seen it, we haven't seen anything yet. 
And so I just want to encourage um, my audience and those that do participate in listening uh, to my podcast. I can't admonish you. I just, it's hard to even just put it into words, the urgency that there is for for men's soul, for people to wake up and to realize the times that we are living in. A lot of people feel like they have all the time in the world and that they're young and that, you know, um, they have time to do whatever they want to do and still make it in. Um, It don't work that way. (laughs) You want to make sure that, um, you know, you, you really try to make amends try to forgive, try to heal, uh, try to be delivered, you know, um, deliverance is important as well. Uh, you know, I, I say it every day, I need to be delivered every day. God wash me and cleanse me every day with his up and make me as white as snow. Psalm 51 has been, uh, <laughs> people call it their mantra, but that has been my, um, my scripture to, you know, God created me a clean heart, renewing me the right spirit and the right mind so that I can be used by you to in, to basically, you know, influence or to, you know, encourage someone and to show someone um, that you still save, that you're keeping you satisfied and you can change anyone. God can change anyone. He can take them out of the dung and clean them up out of their polluted state and make them whole. He did it for me and I pray that he will do it for you and that he will do it for your family. Um, I've been ranting on for some time, but again, I just want to emphasize, do not compromise. Do not compromise your faith and your salvation away. There is a greater reward if you just hang on and hold on and contend for the faith. I pray and hope that this podcast has blessed you in some type of way and that you've enjoyed it and that you will share it, like it, and love it. I'm your host. I am Juanita. Be blessed. I hope that you stay safe and that uh, just get prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. God is doing a great and mighty work among us, even in the midst of it all. God bless you and be safe.